make a big noise playing in the street gonna be a big man someday you got mud on your face you big disgrace kicking your can all over the place singing we will we A big disgrace, waving your banner all over the place. We will, we will rock you. Sing it! Buddy, you're an old man, tall man. Beating me to rise, gonna get you some beef someday. You got mud on your face. Big disgrace, somebody better put you back into your place. Do it! And then, depending on what school you went to, the cheerleaders would go, rock you, sock you, pick you up and drop you. <laughs> Meet you, greet you, take a bat and beat you. We will, we will rock you. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, hug it, chug it, football. Greetings and salutations. Welcome back to Three Man Weave, the special Super Bowl edition Super of Three Bowl. Man Weave. It's not just an edition of Three Man Weave. It is the special, commemorative, rememberable edition of Three Man Weave. Super Bowl. Man Weave is brought to you by the good folks at Cheshire Radio Network in conjunction with Super Bowl. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Use your heads. The restrictions have kind of subsided a little bit. You're probably going to be out somewhere watching the big game. I think we have to call it the big game because Super Bowl is trademarked. That's why you always hear it on all the commercials and shit. Show up in style. Show up and show out by grabbing a t-shirt from your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t-shirt. We've got something for everyone, and I guarantee we have something for this occasion. Hashtag journalism. You might not want to wear that one. Nobody wants to get into political conversations while we're watching the Super Bowl, but who knows? I don't know where you're going to be watching the Super Bowl. That shit might be welcomed. I don't know. Hell, it might not even be a good game. You might want to get into a fist fight with Uncle Joe and, and, and Cousin Remus and shit like that. I don't know your life. I don't know what you got going on. Super Bowl fist fight. There you go. I don't know how you get down. Fuck it. Do your thing. You know, I don't judge. I don't judge at all. We've got cool-ass designs with the Chair Shot logo, the Corona Chair Shot logo, the, the Bar Chair Shot logo shirt, which is one of my favorites, established in 2017. All you got to do is peruse ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. And by perusing ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot, I guarantee that at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot, you're going to find something that not only is going to make you more aesthetically pleasing, in the great words of our commissioner, you're going to get over like Rover with a four-leaf clover, I guarantee it. Get it soft style, fellas. The only time that's acceptable. 
I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. As Hi. always, I'm joined by the Platt Whisperer, Mr. PC Tunney. Uh, our third in this uh, triumphant threesome is out on assignment. He's actually getting his testicles reupholstered, so shout out to Ray. Hey, man, after this weekend, he's he, he going to have to smooth his balls in Houston. He's I guarantee it. Them shit's going to look like eggs, bro. They 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 gonna be laminated and everything. It, that's the you know that story. Dan and I every time we're every time we're in public place and it's really loud and it gets quiet, or if we're in a bar and the music's playing and then the music song stops, one of us will just continue the conversation really loud, like we were talking loud because of music, and I'll be like, so yeah, I was thinking of getting my testicles laminated. <laughs> Pop. <laughs> So, brother, we working a little pick and roll this evening, man. Yes, How you feeling? I feel great. I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. So pretty and witty and free. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. Good for me. So, so, yeah. so, 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 so pretty. So, so, studio. I don't know why. It just felt like it felt uh, it's like It's all good. It, it, I, a, I, just, I think it's the Pavlov thing. Again. A little bit, a little bit. Do-do-do. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Not this show. This this isn't that show. God damn it. No, 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 please. Yeah. There we go. All right. That's all right. We can, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it rolling. We'll keep it rolling here. No, I'm doing good. Speaking of the Super Bowl, let's start off with, before we get into the Super Bowl and get into the show, where are you going? What you taking? I ain't going nowhere and I ain't taking shit. We're going to be at the crib, man. We're still trying to figure out our menu. So stay tuned. Okay. What about yourself? I am heading to Satchel McFlippin's. Uh, the general is going to scoop me on his way because he's got to head that way. And uh, I said, you scoop me, I'll buy breakfast in the morning and when we're all hungover on the ride back. And uh, yeah, McFlippin's has a nice pool table in the basement. Um, so his wife makes unbelievable food. He, I, he hasn't, he, I'm bringing some beer. I don't think he's, I don't think they're asking anybody to bring food. I think they're making food. <laughs> nice yeah which you know is what oh i don't know usually the uh one of her go-tos that they usually make um is the buffalo chicken dip nice yeah you've and, talked about this before yeah if she makes it she can make it every time i'd never get sick of it but she's she's an excellent cook um most of the guys uh girls are excellent cooks or bakers one way or another they're good at making food that i love to eat so i don't mind at all you know dp's girl makes tons of great sides and stuff you've seen all those pictures so yeah it should be a great time the right company um we we generally just dick around and and barely watch the game uh and it's usually my worst hangover of the year that monday morning i'm trying to think um that might be my worst it's either that New Year's Day, obviously. Those are probably the top two. It's the one night where I don't, like, go, oh, I think I'm good. You know, I don't want to feel like shit tomorrow. This is the one night where it's like, ooh, there's only half of that bottle of Jack Daniels left. Let's go. (laughs) Right? This is the night where us 40-year-olds get together who went to high school together, the five or six of us that get together, and we go, ooh, Remember when we were 16 and we went into Satchel McFlippin's dad's <laughs> liquor cabinet and we took a shot of every fucking bottle? Yeah, that was great. Let's do it again. Like last year we were at the Generals and we drank probably like, oh, God, I couldn't even tell you. We had the big bottle of Hendrix and then the General had a specialty bottle and Satch had a specialty bottle and we drank all that gin in one night. I Jesus. Yeah, I felt horrible the next day. 
Yeah, oh, Jesus, you still drinking gin? God bless you. Just I, with, whew, I had to retire that shit a long time I, ago. Yeah, my one of my exes said well, you can't drink that anymore. <laughs> you get too angry. Gee, I was about to say, gee, I wonder why. <laughs> so, hey, shout out to the the city of Cincinnati though, who has they Are have you? decreed that the kids don't have to go to school yes. on Monday. Which yes. government? 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 Do your goddamn job. Listen, Make the Monday after Super Bowl in Nashville. Well, we this, can take Columbus game Day off the calendar. No, that's, that's stupid. We don't need another day off, right? The kids don't need to have another fucking day off of school just because of football. NFL needs to put the game on Saturday night, period. It solves everybody's problems. I don't need to be taking days off for fucking because i got to be hung over the next day for the Super Bowl. Have it on a fucking Saturday. That's what Sundays are for. Well, excuse the fuck out of me, Mr. Timmy Goodshoes. What the fuck, well, man? Fuck that shit. Think about this, dude. The kids at Jacksonville, they're going to wait their whole lifetimes without having a day off of fucking school for the Super Bowl. So just make it a government mandate. We can uh, we can take it from Columbus Day, man. If you're worried about putting another day on the calendar, we're going to get off. We'll just take Columbus Day. Fuck it. And we'll put that Monday after the Super Bowl. We'll make it a federal holiday so everybody can sit home, be hungover, regroup, and chill. Listen, I... I feel like I, I feel like I became, you know, uh, uh, even more woke and, and appreciative of, of the latest movement when I got paid holiday pay for MLK Day this year. So, you know what? Let's keep it rolling. <laughs> oh, shit. I have a dream that PC Tony in Milwaukee will get paid for my name. I have a dream. Oh, that's going to piss somebody off. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Pay me. <laughs> so he was a great man. <laughs> I already thought so, but if you're going to pay me on top of it, great. <laughs> it was like, it's like trying to convince the choir not to sin, right? It's like, I think we got them covered. Let's talk to somebody else about this. <laughs> well, Tony's on board, ladies and gentlemen. So, <laughs> Oh, it's official. Uh, yeah, it's been official. I accepted payment on that check, so it's like I have to be in now. Like, if you so listen, if you work, I'm talking to all, I'm talking to all you racist assholes out there, all you unwoke motherfuckers, all you ignorant dipshits. If you work for a company that you got paid uh, eight hours of holiday pay for MLK Day, you you can no longer be a racist. It's just it's impossible. You have to change your ways. Good luck with that. I'm trying new creative methods, Christopher. I don't think anybody's tried to you know money shame them. I appreciate your efforts, sir. Yeah. I didn't go last day. I appreciate your efforts. I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. Speaking of working, let's pay some bills. You're listening to Three Man Weave right here. Chair Shot Radio Network. Christopher Platt at The Real C Platt and PC Tunney at PC Tunney. BT Dubs, you can follow this show at three underscore man weave. And Chris, I would bet Super Bowl may be a promo code right there on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. I don't know. We'll be right back. Yeah? What? Maybe the big game. Oh, the big game. Yeah. That's possible. All right. Tailgate. Tailgate. Just just go to commercial, man. I could do this forever. I could do this all day. Stop yelling at me. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always. Use your head.
Super Bowl L V I. Are you a fan of Roman numerals, Crystal Paul? Crystal Ball? They I, you know, after about X, I don't really know what they mean. <laughs> well, you got I mean I is one, V is five, X is ten, right? Okay. L is fifty. Okay. C is one hundred. C note, that's easy. Okay. Uh, D is 500 and M is 1,000. Well, we ain't going to make it that far, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm I'm trying to hold on till C, bro. Like, you know Uh, what I mean? (laughs) Super Bowl C. (laughs) That should be an interesting one. Uh, All right. I'll be 84 years old. We'll be 84 years old for that one. Okay, I got a shot. <laughs> I, well, I'm bro, come on, man. come on, man. You, I'm, I'm I'm 40, man. I'm about to be. I'm pulling the curve back, man. I'm about to be 41 on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, universe, God, whatever you want to call it. Happy birthday! But that's like, almost. bro, that's like that's like 84 in black guy years. You know what I mean? Like I'm on borrowed time at this point. Like I'm, you know what I mean? According to the statistics, I'm like two thirds through, Jack. <laughs> All right, well let's shoot. I'm just saying. Let's shoot for. I'm I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get me my ninety. Yeah, let let's shoot for six Super Bowl sixty. Then that's only four years away. (laughs) Baby steps, study. I got you. I I I feel you. Baby steps. Let's 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 make it to sixty, and then we'll go from there. Baby steps to the elevator. Baby steps to the bathroom. (laughs) Baby steps to the Super Bowl. Doc, it's really working. I'm baby stepping every day. Did you see the, the they, so they had the Pebble Beach Pro Am last week, um, where all the celebs go and and the, the pros play and the celebs play too with yeah. them. Did you see Bill Murray do the no look Caddyshack putt and make it? I did he really? Yeah. The, the Chevy Chase. Yeah, where he, where he's standing looking that way yeah. and he puts it backwards yeah. like that. Yeah, he no, no, did it no, no, and he made it. No, no. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I wonder how long he practiced that shit though. I think it's Probably one of those. Probably the last 40 years. Uh, yeah, since I, well, I bet she does it every year, and this year he finally made it. If he doesn't make it, they don't show it, right? You know what I'm saying? Touche. Yeah. Anyway. Good anyway. So Super Bowl. Super Bowl, right? Um, I'm really just looking forward to the food. But I guess there's a game. The Rams, the Bengals. Uh, yeah. What are you thinking? How how are you feeling? What, I mean, do you care? Like, I don't really care who wins this game. I'm just looking forward to going to a party and having a good time. I know the Rammers, Rams, the Rammers, the Rams are favored by four and a half. I would I would bet on the Bengals. I I don't know. They just they have a really. I think the, the people don't realize how good their defense is. No, that's a good point. I've been good, kind of going back and forth this whole time about this. Um, you know, on one hand. If we go in one to fifty-three, the Rams should clearly blow them out. Like the Rams are clearly the superior team on paper. I have no idea how Cincinnati is going to stop the Rams' pass rush. And as much as I love Joe Mixon, I don't. Also, I don't see how Cincinnati is going to be able to run the ball against the Rams. Like I feel as if if San Francisco couldn't run the ball against the Rams, I don't think the Bengals are going to be able to run the ball against but the Rams either. But what makes you think that the Rams can move the ball against the Bengals either? Well, but you you stepped on what I was gonna say, but I'll, I'll do it anyway. I apologize. No worries. Mm. It's called I wasn't a pregnant pause. Yeah, I really wasn't sorry either. It's just something you say. 
Yeah, I understand. Okay. Like, I like you, Chris. I understand. No, it's all good. <laughs> I mean, the feign, feign sincerity will get you a long way. Touche. This is true. That's actually true, kids. Listen to your Uncle Tony. Oh, boy. But on the other side, like, you, you told me I was going to go, but not all that, but you, you ruined all of that. I did. Yeah. I did it. You know, McVay is one of these coaches. He's kind of in that Kyle Shanahan, Andy Reid vein, where sometimes he has a tendency to get too cute on offense. I, you know what? He'll run the ball though. Andy Reid what wouldn't run the ball if you'd have ran the fucking the guys averaged how many fucking yards per carry that the uh, the two guys from from Kansas City two weeks ago. McVay will run the football though. I think that's the difference. Well, that's that that was my point too though. He will run the football. They're just not going to run it well. So this game is going to be close because even if the Rams jump out to a lead, they're not going to be able to protect it because they can't run. And which quarterback and, do you trust in a close game? I know mine to pick is yeah, Matt Stafford. Yeah, that, that was point number three. Stafford's going to Stafford. He'd Stafford the last two games. It just so happens the brother from the 49ers dropped, the dropped it Tart. in the last one. So he's going Stafford. Would you like to hear some of the – I have – this is the prop sheet, the prop bet sheet. Right here for the game. You see all these picks? Go for it. Go for it, because there's one that I'm thinking about betting. Let's see if it's on your prop sheet. I mean, there's to- there's so many more than this. This is just standard for in-game stuff, okay? I like the ones back in the day where there'd be an NBA game that day, right? And, like, who will have more? Um, let's just say we'll go Dwayne Wade points or Cam Akers carries. You know, stuff like that, where they do something that's close in a different sport. I really like those. Yeah. This is more in-game stuff. Um, I'm not going to grab uh, first touchdown of the game yardage over under eight yards. Longest punt. Uh, total turnovers. Most touchdowns scored in game. Joe Mixon versus Cam Akers. This one I kind of looked at and was like, ooh, I like it. Total combined receiving yardage. Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon over under 109. Huh, that's interesting. I would take the over because if they're if if you think Cincinnati's going to win, take the over because they're going to throw the ball because they're not going to be able to run against that Rams defense. Yardage length of shortest touchdown scored over under two yards. You can bet on the coin toss. Aaron Donald sacks. Uh, Chidobia Woozy tackles and assists. Darius Williams tackles and assists. First team to punt for a touchback. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of interesting ones in here that you could go by and go ahead and check out. Um, different players, obviously, first touchdown. But what were you looking at? Uh, do you have non-quarterback MVP on that list? I don't have the MVP stuff. This is mainly stats. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They look like someone just came up with a whole bunch of different lists of players and stats and saw their averages and kind of decided, oh. I won't be betting okay. with this person that put out this sheet that where you can bet units. Um. Just because, folks, let me tell you something. Uh, a two-teamer should pay 12 to 5. A three-teamer should pay 5 to 1. A four-teamer should pay 10 to 1. And a five-teamer should pay 20 to 1. So if you aren't getting those odds from whoever you're betting with, don't bet with them. It's likely you might not get your money if you win big. Just a little bit of advice from someone who knows what the fuck they're talking about, but no longer, or maybe never has, um, you know, experienced said things. If I'm not mistaken, and I don't know, we've got some time, so maybe we can pull it up, but I think it's, what, plus 236 or something like that, that a non-quarterback is going to win the MVP? Because the quarterbacks typically do win the MVPs. 
This but year, if, though, it would they, be more. Maybe you think like an Aaron Donald or Von Miller, right? Or or who's the guy? Um, that's what I'm saying. Who's 91 or, from um, the um, 91 from the Bengals? He's got the highest winning. So out of three 300, you have 300 pass uh, rush pass plays. He's 13.3 percent pressures. Like is leading the league. Uh, Trey Hendrickson, I think his name is. Yes, I think that's his name. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's not going to be Stafford because he's going to do Stafford things. It might be Burrow, but I mean, with that odd, with those odds, man, I might throw fifty, a hundred down on that. See what happens, you know. Well, and good. I got the entire field, you know what I mean, versus two players. Yeah, I mean, depends on where, where, what, and where you can get it. I, I, I mean, it's always interesting to see all those problems. Let's talk about something more important before we even get to. I mean, there's not much to talk about here in the game. It's been. I, I hate the two weeks. There's so much analyzation. If you turn on ESPN or anything else. You know, it's going to – I'm hoping it's a good game. We'll see what happens. Two really good defenses. People don't know about the Bengals' defense. And I, I don't know. I, I just think I'd take the better quarterback here. But how about this halftime show that's lined up, Chris? Oh, this is going to be probably the best halftime show since Michael or Prince or the Stones or some shit like that. I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be a lot of – like a lot of it's going to be a lot of edits during the show because, you know, the lyrics and stuff like that. But it's going to be fun. I think so. I think it's going to be really fun. I uh, I did see an interesting prop bet sent to me by a good friend of mine at work. Um, Snoop Dogg to smoke on stage. Yes. Plus 125. No minus 165. Ooh, I'm going to say yes, because isn't it legal in L.A.? Well, that's so you bet a hundred to win one twenty-five there. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a fool's bet. He's gonna do it. So, yeah, I mean that, that's that's the kind of shit you can bet on, folks. <laughs> but it's gonna be fun. I mean, we got Dre, we got Snoop. I, I, is I think Eminem's gonna be there if I'm not yes, mistaken. Sir. Kendrick yep. Lamar. I think and, Mary J. Blige. Yep, right. Yep. And I mean, I'm I'm if it's listen, if no one else shows up but them, I don't care. It'll be awesome, right? But. I'm really interested to see who they're going to bring in to guess. Like, I mean, under the radar, like, you know, someone big's going to drop in on this shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, maybe Jay-Z. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think this. I'm, I'm doing I'm thinking, this live. Thinking I'm thinking a different. Up. I'm thinking a different. Um, I'm thinking someone outside of hip hop that is that is like. Ah, well, the G-Funk. Most people probably wouldn't know George Clinton, but there's a lot of that G funk sound that comes from Parliament Funkadelic. I oh, George Clinton. Big fan of George Clinton. Yo, I love P Funk, man. I love George Clinton. Period. Um, who else? Roger Troutman's dead, so that's the computer love guy. Uh, Charlie Wilson. I could see him showing up. Charlie Wilson, formerly of the Gap Band. Uh, you, do you have any names you want to throw out there? I can't even. I I don't know. I. I Let's let's go to Google here. Like let's just see any speculation. <laughs> any, uh, go ahead. I'm I'm just trying to think because a lot of those Dre beats, a lot of them were samples from other artists. So I'm trying to think of those artists that he sampled from that are still alive that could you know make it. A, um, there's got to be another white person there just because you know you got to make people comfortable. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying, man. I, uh, I, so I, I, who would what, be the white what? person? Maybe Fergie, uh, Mariah Carey, uh, Mariah coming to the Super Bowl. Um, uh, who's big right now? Who's big right now? Uh, uh, yeah, like maybe 
a an Adele drop in, or is that too big? I don't know. Because I'm trying to think. So you got you got a uh, Eminem. So that means Fifty might show up. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Maybe Rihanna. Maybe they do that. I love the way you lie song. Granted, she's pregnant. She's but pregnant. Now, so I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Before a check, shit. Man, I'm not even seeing any rumors for any special people to show up. What about like uh, maybe like uh, a Bruno Mars and 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 um. I could see that. Do a little smoking out the window. Oh, the Silk Sonic. Yeah, I could see that. I could that? see that. That's, yeah, him and, that's him and Pack, right? Yeah, Anderson Pack. Yeah, white folks love Bruno Mars. I could see that. <laughs> I want to see it now. Oh, come on. That's horseshit, man. Come on, man. I know y'all love Dre and Snoop and all of them, too. You know what I mean? But those. But the, I'm talking about the people that are actually in the stadium because, you know, they price out the real fans because the tickets are too expensive. So, it's, you know what I mean? So. They might not know that genre, but How they know like Bruno a, Mars. You I'm know? trying to think of anybody's connected to to them, to a lot of the people that are playing that are like older generation, you know, outside of hip hop. Well, that's why I named like George Clinton or no, Charlie I know, Wilson. No, I know. Uh, but I'm thinking of people uh, that are maybe a little, I don't know. I'm just, it's going to be interesting. It should be interesting. Like I said, if it doesn't, nobody, I, I'm interested to see what they do, what, they, what songs they play. I mean, I mean, what what what's the op- what are they opening with? Dude, that's a great question. Um, number G thing. Forgot about Dre. Could do forgot about Dre and, and bring Eminem out. Could do that. Or but that's it, a lot of. Are all three? Are all three of them on any one song? What Dre, Snoop, and uh, Eminem? Yeah. Nothing I can think of off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, me neither. Maybe Mary J opens the show. Maybe so. Ah, that's a good question. That that's a good that's a good prop bet right there. Which song is going to open the halftime show? Why is that not? Why can't you bet on that? Ah, you bet you can. You probably can somewhere. One of them offshore shits. I'll bet you that you can bet on that. Well, I'm not taking that bet. That's the second <laughs> bet. Somebody take your bet. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, let's see where we're at here. Are we officially even in our betting? Uh, we haven't we haven't bet in a while. We might have to bet on this game. I think we're leaning the same way, though. I don't know. I, obviously, I haven't given my pick yet, but uh, you you said you're taking the bungles, right? Oh, four more losses for the Lakers. Oh, it's a wrap, man. I've already I've already uh, <laughs> you already signed that, that check. check. You already signed that check. Yeah. I got that shit in the savings account, man. Just the four. You know what I mean? So yeah, we're we're even. We're twenty up, man. We're twenty apiece at this point, man. Right. Like God, uh, yeah. Ugh. But Jesus. yeah, I would take the Bengals. I think I'll give you a score here. Let's see. Uh, oof, this is a tough one. I mean, this game. I I don't think anybody expects a shootout. I do. I'll say, Bengals. 23 Rams 17. This seems like one of those 38 35 games. So I think it's going to, yeah, I think it's going to start slow because each defense has had two weeks to prepare. So so it's going to start out slow. But that second half, 
Yeah, but that second half business is going to pick up. Man. <laughs> I got you. I, fuck what you're talking about. <laughs> that, yeah, that second half business is going to pick up. I'm going uh, Bengals 38, Rams 35, man. I think Joe Burrow, there, there's a lot of similarities here between him and Tom Brady. I'm not saying he's going to go on to have that type of career, but there's a lot of similarities. But lest we forget the fact that in his first Super Bowl, in his second season, who's he playing? Who's he Okay. In, in, in Tom Brady's first Super Bowl in his second season, who did he play? The St. Louis football team. Also known as the Rams, sir. They've never not been the Rams. Thank you very much. Make That's... sure you try your waitress and tip your bill. Yeah. I'm going, yeah, I'm going to Nasty Natty, man. And Joe Burrow, he just, he's got that it factor. Like, I feel like when it's winning time and it's nut cutting time, are there, he's going to make the, the right plays. Are there two N's or two T's in Cincinnati? Both. No. Okay, there. I know there's two ends for a fact. There is. Yeah. There's only so one apparently t- there's not two T's. What no, the fuck? There's only one T. Yeah, you were looking like you were expecting me to say something else. No, I just I I so you know I was putting up the shell for the show here in in old uh, you know website and just throwing in all the hashtags and stuff and I I spelled Cincinnati wrong. I had one N and two T's and it went. Ooh, where are you talking about? And I was like Cincinnati, and they're like, oh, that's not Cincinnati. <laughs> this ain't Cincinnati either in the Super Bowl, man. It's been a while. Shout out to Boomer Esiason out there somewhere. Who day? Yeah. And, yeah. and shout out to uh, Chair Shock contributor Steve Cook, man. Go ahead and get y'all a ring, man. Get you a chip. Yeah, Steve Cook, uh, if you're not following him at Steve Cook 84 right there on social media, the guy's a great writer, uh, excellent fantasy football player, and very knowledgeable uh, football fan. So make sure you're checking out everything that he does, thechairshot.com. Um, and he's he's all over the place. He's at a couple other um, websites and, and info stops. So make sure you're checking out. Shout out to Steve Cook. Look for maybe even more uh, structured NFL coverage from the chair shot next year. Um, so that should be interesting. But, yeah, I I think we just both believe in Burrow more than we do Stafford. I think that that's the main thing here, right? Yeah, that's the general jizz of the conversation, that's yes. Gist, you mean? No, I said what I said. That's the jizz of the conversation, yes. Understood. All right. Well, now uh, we'll take it while we clean that up, folks. Why don't you go ahead and listen to this? This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, folks. Three Man Weave right here, Chair Shot Radio Network. You can find Chair Shot Radio Network by searching Chair Shot Radio Network on all of your favorite streaming platforms. I'm talking iHeart, Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, blobbity blobbity. Otherwise, head on over to thechairshot.com where we encourage you to always use your head. Yes, always use your head. Uh, Christopher Platt at the Real C Platt and PC Tunney right here at PC Tunney. Ray Cash is indeed enjoying some <laughs> testicular upholstery, apparently. 
Say those ice, three. Bro, you got the ice, not heat. Yeah. Ice, not heat. Is there like I don't know what what is like they put the um that beading, those nail, those like studs in around it or something, you know, around the arms, like on on, on the sofas. Because when I think of upholstery, I think of like a sofa, right? Like you have a little bit of the wood in the arm, and then you put like those beads that go run around, and then they have different curves and. I think what they do is they put that that lacquer on there. Lacquer. You, you, you slather it. Yeah, slather. you slather it. Sla- slather the lacquer. Lacquer. Let it. Let slather. It dry. And, and then you slather the lacquer. Let it dry. And, and then you take the sander to it to kind of smooth out all the rough edges, so they have that like uh, that? that complete cyclical. Uh, no, not like that. That That's complete you cyclical did. shape. You know. How do you brush <laughs> your How do you brush your teeth? <laughs> Yeah. Then you let them sit on ice for about twenty four to forty eight oh hours, God. man. They come out, they they uh, smooth listen, as guys as, as James Earl Jones' voice. It's speaking of ice in your balls. Uh, it's a good time to get a visectomy coming up here in March. March Madness. The, what better <laughs> way to waste four days away with ice on your nuts than to watch fucking, you know, college basketball for four days? So if you're thinking about getting a vasectomy, go ahead and, uh, you know, do it in March. Otherwise, just continue to slather the lacquer. What? 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 Okay, explain to me what I've said wrong, sir. Nothing. I just, I'm no, just. No, no, no. I, welcome to Ball Talk here at Christopher Platt and PC Tony. This is Ball Talk. How are your balls you, you today? Seem, you, you just seem very tickled by my uh, soliloquy here. So what if I said no? Wrong, we're sir? good. You're good. I'm just, I'm just playing along. <laughs> just, just ice, just ice, Ray. You don't want the heat. They might swell, and 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 the lacquer might start sweating out of it, and then they got to redo the whole thing all over again. You don't want to go through that shit again, man. Have you ever taken a sandblaster to your balls? You don't want to do it twice. I'll just say so, that. Yeah, don't be a slacker when you slather your lacquer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is a sports show, so let's, uh, what are you talking about, sir? Well, I mean, yeah, well, let's get to, let's get to a different kind of ball. The NBA trade deadline, as you listen, is this afternoon, Crystal Ball. We've had one somewhat significant trade. I, I can't believe that um, thigh bill is coming to my head again. Can you please see me the uh, Halliburton, Therese Halliburton. I couldn't think of his uh, last name before the show started. I can't believe that the Kings got rid of him. To me, he's one of the best up-and-coming two-way guards in the league. The guy does not take breaks. He plays good defense. He rebounds, and he doesn't make a lot of mistakes with the basketball and offense. A couple things come to my mind, man. Uh, first, I'll, I'll talk from a strictly basketball perspective. The guy in that situation that you probably wanted to move was Fox. They probably can't move Fox at this point because nobody wants to take on that salary in exchange. You know what I mean? And I don't know if those two guys can play together. So I think that's what it was. And it's also a little bit of incompetence because why would you pay Fox that that that, that much? Because, I mean, Halliburton, what is he, 20, 21 years old? Like, this guy is going to be a future. He's a future all-star in this league, man. He, he, he really is. So, yeah, I, 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 you know. But on the other hand, should I say it? It's, it's, it's going to piss people off. It might make you turn red. Should I say it? I don't know. 
Say it. I'm going to say it. I don't know if y'all knew this, but Sacramento is racist as fuck. <laughs> why am I so going to make me turn red? That's why I'm laughing. Touche. I'm, the, from I'm a, the guy who will sit on this podcast and go, yes, I live in the most segregated city in the wealthiest country <laughs> in the world. Fair enough. Touche. But no, I said that to say that if you're not going to produce a good team on the court, which that doesn't seem like that's their mission to get a guy in there like Sabonis, not only is he a damn good player and Sabonis might be the most underrated player in basketball because people, mm. most people don't really check for the Pacers. I like Sabonis's game a lot, but so not only is he a good player an all-star caliber player, he's going to ingratiate himself into that community a little better than say a Halliburton might, if you, you're picking up what I'm putting down. So from that perspective, he might be enough to get people to continue to come out to the games and watch that shitty product. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I guess. I'm trying to make sense of this, Tony, because the shit don't make no goddamn sense, man. Yeah, I good for Indiana is what I'll just say about it. It it, it really doesn't make any sense. Um, what what do you expect the Lakers to do? Is is Russi on his way out before 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 the end of the day? Who's going to take him, man? I'm I'm hearing rumblings, and by the time you all listen to this, whatever is going to happen has already happened. No. I'm hearing rumblings that they're trying to figure out a way to get Dame in there. I don't think Dame's coming back this season, man. Well, I that's think... the thing. Yeah, doesn't he have that abdominal surgery or something? Yeah, and I'm that's hearing something you don't want to rush. Up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hearing he's fucked up, man. I'm hearing that that shit is a lot worse than they've been putting on, and I'd be surprised if he plays a, a minute of basketball again this season. Other than that, who's going to pick up Russ at this point? And that's no disrespect to Russ. I love Russ. Nobody's going to pick him up. All right, then let's talk about the biggest news towards the NBA trade deadline. Whoa, 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 whoa. We've got to give the Cavaliers their props for going out and getting my man, your man, all our man, you're careless like, Levert, yeah, this is a like bag your, of peanuts. This is your best Ahmad Rashad right here. My main man, Careless Levert. Like, you're Ahmad Rashad <laughs> trying to pronounce Dwayne Trissel's name, you know, right? It's like uh, Dwayne Trissel's. Bro, you know why I call him Careless Levert, right? Because, well, I've explained that, haven't I? Because you couldn't remember his name the first time we did the show? No, mother. No, that was the first <laughs> few times. But now I do it on purpose. Because he, he has a tendency to be careless with the basketball, okay, man. He, right. Whether it's turning the ball over or, or taking the worst shot at the worst possible time. Like, he's just he's careless with the ball, man. Careless Levert. But he is a damn good player. He's going good, to look, look good coming off that Cavaliers bench. And this is, for a team that's looking to make a playoff push, that's exactly what they needed. A guy that can create his own shot. You know what I mean? And I, I, I look forward to seeing him and Kevin Love coming off that bench. Like, yo, the, the Cavs are good. They're a good young team, Tony. I don't know how many Cavaliers games you've watched this season. They're a good young team, a lot of talent. They play hard. They defend. They're right in the mix in the playoffs. Like, are they going to go to the finals this year? No. But they're right in that playoff mix, man. Shout out to Garland, who made the all-star team. Jared Allen should have made the all-star team as well. Again, I got to give you your props on that because I didn't see it at first, but you did. He should have been an all-star this year as well. Mobley is a young stud. He just got to get a little more size on him. But that is a fun young team. Like, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better team, a more fun team to watch. Maybe Golden State, but Milwaukee. that's it. I said fun. I didn't say good. Uh, Giannis said 44 last night, as we record. And missed one shot. God damn, y'all went into L.A. and molly whopped him. 
I, I didn't make it to the second half, and I didn't feel like I had to at that point. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, I get it. I get it already. Yeah, yeah, Okay, we're done here. I think they're 3-0 and on this, this this road trip right now, so it's time for them to start taking control. They don't need to be in fourth or fifth place. Um, Let's move to the biggest news of the trade deadline. The rumors of Harden for Simmons. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, do, do you believe where there's smoke, there's fire there? And... Is Harden gone next year? Is that all a myth? And I don't know. Does the person who does the most, does the highest profile, least loving basketball player ever of all time, Ben Simmons, is he ever going to play again? Well, the highest profile, least, oh, least loving basketball. Never mind. I, I misunderstood what you were saying. Yeah. Um, this is, I do think that there, where there's smoke, there's fire. I think Harden is legitimately frustrated with his time in Brooklyn because in his head, this isn't what he signed up for. Well, he's between the, the Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. Between the Kyrie drama and the KD injury, he's basically back in Houston at this point. He's a one man band on the Heath Slater side of the game. So I can understand him being frustrated right now. Um, If I'm Philly, yeah, I do that trade every day and twice on Sundays. Why not? You like you're you're gonna get something when you're currently getting nothing from Ben Simmons. If I'm Ben Simmons, I want that trade as well because that's damn near a perfect situation for him. He's, he gets to go in there and facilitate, defend, and rebound, and doesn't have to worry about that pesky scoring because that's why you got Kyrie and KD. Well, Kyrie and the Nets may be getting some good news because the governor may be lifting the indoor, you know, vaccination mandate or whatever the fuck that rule is. So he may be able to playing home games before the end of the year. But nonetheless, the big thing to me is I think the Simmons trade trigger gets pulled by the end of the day today as you as you listen. We're recording uh, Wednesday late afternoon. You're listening Thursday morning. Trade deadline is Thursday afternoon. So you're wasting the best year of Joel Embiid's career. And with his injury history and his size and his ability – I can't imagine that his longevity is 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 everlasting in, in the fact that you want to waste a good year like this. Like, Embiid would likely be the MVP this year. That's how good he's playing. That's coming if from I'm, me. That's coming from me. Now, that being said, whatever's happened has already happened by the time y'all listen to this. But Brooklyn, it's I not. beg you. What if they listen in the morning? Okay, fine. Whatever. Brooklyn, this doesn't negate what I'm saying right here. Brooklyn, you if if you hear me under careless, the sound of my voice, to quote, Platt. to quote the great poet laureate Andre Benjamin, a.k.a. Andre 3000, a.k.a. Andre 3 Stacks. Shake it Brooklyn, like a salt shaker? Don't do it. Reconsider. Read some literature on the subject. You sure? Fuck it. Don't do this, man. Stand packed. With what you got. You're going through a rough patch right now. I know they've lost, what, eight, nine games consecutively. You're going through a rough patch. Kyrie is there. Eventually, Har- uh, KD's going to be back, unless that injury is worse than, you know, they're letting on. They're going to be back. And if you have those three guys healthy and playing, nobody's going to beat you. Nobody's going to beat you. Just stay the course. It's going to be all right. Don't do this right now. If you want to do it in the offseason, okay, maybe Harden's pissed off and he won't return. 
he'll work with y'all, man, to do some type of sign and trade shit, man. But don't do this right now. You will regret. Don't do this. No, with all due respect to Ben Simmons, man, you know he's spent plenty of time here at the Cranber Compound. Just stay the course, man. I mean, this is a team last season, man. They had Kevin Durant and a one-legged James Harden, and they were six inches away from eliminating the the eventual NBA champions. Don't do this. Just stay the course. You disagree, don't you? I I don't know what to think anymore. It's like if you're supposed to be playing basketball, go fucking play basketball. If you don't like basketball, don't fucking play basketball. And I guess that's what Ben Simmons is doing right now. So James Harden clearly is not happy with the situation. He like he he's he's like had four points the other night and is sitting out with a hamstring and a you know uh, a swollen hand. It's like, dude, just fucking go play basketball. And I, I think that Miles is starting to add up on Harden as well because he's not the most um, – he's not a gym warrior. Like, I mean, you can see the thickness on him. He got a little gut like me. He looked like me out in that motherfucker. But I think the, the odometer is piling up. But don't do this. Just stay the course. Maybe y'all are snakebitten. That might be the case too. I've been thinking about that as well. The, this Nets team just might be snakebitten, similar to Steve Nash's son's teams. In the late 2000s, like you can't tell me they weren't the most talented team and should have won at least a championship. But it always seemed like some shit happened and it just didn't work out for them. I don't know. But stay the course. okay? you got to at least see the thing through before you start tinkering and tampering and making those types of decisions. See it through. See it through. KD will be back. And KD was balling. He was the MVP before he went out. All right, before we go to our last topic, which I don't know how much conversation there is there. We kind of found that at the beginning of the pre-show meeting. But did you see what they're doing for the skills challenge, the Taco Bell skills challenge? Um, The Cavs versus the Antecupos versus the rookies. Seriously? Like like three on three? Uh, No, I I don't know how they're doing it. It's the skills competition where they go and they run through the drills and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Jared Allen. That might be kind of fun. Yeah, Allen, Garland, and Mobley from the Cavs, who you all mentioned, who you just mentioned. The three uh, Antetokounmpo brothers, brothers, Giannis, Thanasis, and Casas. And then the rookies that they have are Barnes, Cunningham, and Giddy. So should be interesting. Kind of a different concept. You know, we talked about how they mixed up the freshman-sophomore game by bringing in some G League players as well. I think that's pretty cool. The dunk contest has been uh, announced. Jalen Green, Obi Toppin, Juan Toscano-Anderson, and Cole Anthony. Yeah, none of those names get me moist, but we'll see. I'm, I'm going to say Obi Toppin just because I like his game better than the other three guys. I mean, you, that you, guy that's can fly. It. He that's can fly. I, him and Jalen Green would be the odds-on favorites out of these four guys. Like Cole Anthony's shorter, so if he can get up... Uh, some people in our chair shot sports thread didn't know who Juan Toscano Anderson is. He's an hell of a basketball player. That's who that fucking guy is. So uh, I, I, it, I think you're going to see Jalen Green and Obi Toppin put on some fireworks. I think it's going to be a really good dunk contest, to be honest with you. I hope you're right, man. And I like that they're trying shit. Like, more sports leagues should just try shit, man. You never know what might work. Listen, maybe it'll work, maybe it doesn't. Just try stuff, man. The most underrated all-star weekend or, or, or event is the NHL. The, the, they have a mini tournament for the actual all-star game. And the skills competition for the NHL is fucking ridiculous. They've even taken a, put, a page out of the NBA where they do, like, best, like, best trick shot. And, like, it's best dunk. 
competition, but only they're doing weird hockey shots and stuff. Like it's nice. crazy stuff. And then they're doing skills uh, accuracy, like with poker. They had a wall of playing cards, and guys were hitting wristers and picking their card, which one they wanted. So they're getting the entertainment cool. in on these things. So talking about trying different stuff, people keeping people entertained. You know, we don't have to be so boring and vanilla as as we were in the beginning. You can evolve this stuff into something more. No, I totally agree. And I mean, the you know, as we've gotten older, man, maybe it's just us, but the uh, the 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 excitement and the buzz around these events has dissipated quite a bit. So you got to do things to try to get people excited about it again and get those ratings back up, man. So, yeah, throw a bunch of shit against the wall and let's see what sticks. I hear you. I hear you. All right, folks, we're going to take one more commercial break. You're listening to Three Man Weave. That's at three underscore man weave right there on Twitter. You can follow me at PC Tunney, Christopher Platt at the real C Platt. And you can also follow Ray Cash to the ball upholstery shop and on <laughs> <laughs> the testicle upholstery show. Um, <laughs> That's why he's Ray uh, uh, dollar size. That is Mysterio. Ray Cashington's ball bagging Ray ball baggingtons. <laughs> I think he has his new name, so his new Twitter uh, You can find him at It's Ray Cash, R-E-Y is Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in dollar signs. And any hate mail you have, please direct it towards at It's Me, D-P-P. This is Three Man Weave, Chair Shot Radio Network. We shall return. I guarantee it. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Christopher Platt and PC Tunney here with you. Pick and roll style of three-man weave. Ice them balls down, Ray, and uh, we're expecting pictures of the new upholstery. Um, no, we're not. You don't want to know no, what No, we're did? not. They're just balls. No, They're no, balls. no. You've never seen no, another no. man's balls before? Of course I have, but I don't want to see his. No well, offense, they, Ray. I still love you. They're new and freshly upholstered. Maybe they're attached to, never mind, uh, Tiana Trump or. Uh, <laughs> so, the top 15 NBA coaches of all time. What a great segue, Chris. You're doing a hell of a job. Dynamite dropping money. That broadcast school has really paid off. <laughs> I think she lives in Houston, too, Ray, so you might be able to make that happen. Oh, boy. Tila Tequila? No, man. Ew, seriously? And she went full Nazi, too. Have you seen her lately? Did she? Well, yeah, you know, she you went were... full Nazi. I don't know what the fuck's going yeah, on with that bitch, you, man. You, when, you, when you're someone like that, you run out of ways to get attention, so eventually you have to go bad, you know? To, to, yeah, touche. I guess Jim, Jenna Jameson went that route. Uh, there's been a few, yeah. You either become a humanitarian like Madonna or you go full alt-right like Jenna Jameson. Like, those are your only two options. You, you only pop the pussy for so long. I get it. Do you? I literally just said I got it and explained <laughs> why I got it. Like, what are you talking about, I'm just sir? fucking with I you. I get it. I'm just fucking with you. All right. <laughs> Top 15 NBA head coaches of all time. Red Arbach, Chuck Daly, Phil Jackson, Pat Riley, Lenny Watkins. Lenny Wilkins, Lenny Watkins. That's really? Really? In February? <laughs> really, Tuddy? <laughs> I, what do you mean? I've been fucking dealing with golf all day today, so fuck off. Uh, Lenny, Lenny Wilkins, Larry Brown. Yeah, that was pretty you bad. You did it again! Lenny Watkins. <laughs> Fuzzy Zeller. Wait, that was bad. No, that's mean. That's mean. Gary Player. 
No, the Fuzzy Zeller one was Lisa bad. Vito. The Fuzzy Zeller one was no, bad. I get it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I got the joke. I think yeah. we, we might be the only two that actually get the joke because yeah. that was so long ago. Yeah. Uh, okay, Red Arbot. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. <laughs> Red Arbot. I wonder if I will have Lanny Watkins. Lanny Watkins. Lanny Watkins. Lanny Watkins. Lanny Watkins. He's a is, golfer. Is, is that Macho Man's brother, Lanny Watkins? Oh, come on. <laughs> Red Auerbach, Chuck Daly, Phil Jackson, Pat Riley, Lenny Wilkins, Larry Brown, Red Holden, hey. Casey Jones, Don Nelson, Jack Ramsey, Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich, Doc Rivers, Jerry Sloan, Eric Spolstra, and any chance I get to tell the Dr. Jack Ramsey story of when he had the first pick in the NBA draft and asked Bob Knight who he should draft, Bob Knight said, Michael Jordan, and... Jack Ramsey said, I have Clyde Drexler and I need a center. And Bob Knight said to Dr. Jack Ramsey, then play him at center. Shout out to Bobby Knight. Bobby be knowing, man. Yeah, he just had coached him on the uh, Olympic team. So, Chris, you don't think Doc Rivers should be on this list. Main culprit for you. And I asked you the question, and I'm not I'm not telling the people whether I agree or disagree with you. You know whether I agree or disagree with you. But... Who do you replace him with then? That's the tough part, man, because you got to really go through the annals of your mind and figure out who you replace him with. I just know he's not a top 15 coach in the history of the National Basketball Association. Doc is a guy. I used to give him a pass because he was black. Because, you know, all the media pundits, they would always put him in the top five NBA coaches like all the time. And I give him a pass because I'm like, well, we need some color in that list. So fuck it. I'm a rock with it. But come on, man. This guy, Doc's best skill is that he's charming and he's able to charm the media. And that's why they love him so much. Think in the NFL, man, since the Super Bowl. Think how the the, the, the NFL media pundits had us thinking Jeff Fisher was a top five coach. And this Mellon Farmer went seven and nine every year. Same type of thing. You know, he's still living off that one Mbutu or whatever the fuck that shit was called title that he got with Boston when we all know Kevin Durant was the coach of that team, right? Like, they weren't – Kevin Durant, Paul Pierce, they were not going to let that team lose. So, yeah, this man Garnett. is not a top 15. Garnett. But like Tunney said – say what now? Garnett. Kevin Garnett. What did I say? Durant. Whatever the fuck. Kevin Durant's great, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> that, I had to, I had to get the hell out of here, I had, Lanny, Lanny Watkins. Listen, I know, I know. No, no, I know, I know, I know. But I had to correct you on that one. That was a bit, that was like, you know, like what? <laughs> Kevin Durant on no, Kevin, Kevin Garnett. I, Kevin Garnett, I apologize. But the, the, the hard part is, like, Tony, you brought up, man, who do you replace him with? Um, Off the top of my head, I would say Rudy Tom Donovich from the Houston Rockets. That was the mini dynasty between the Jordan eras. Sure. I might even throw Hubie Brown out there. I know that might be a little controversial, and I'm I'm a little biased because I just love to hear Hubie Brown talk about basketball. As far as I'm concerned, Hubie Brown is the John Madden of basketball in terms of being able to break the game down to where even a four-year-old could understand it. You know what I mean? Um, this is tough, and you know I don't want to have a bunch of dead air. I'm trying to think of some other coaches. Hell, hell, Bill Russell didn't he win like two or three titles as a player coach? He got to be a better coach than Doc Rivers. Like, what the fuck? I know the error. You're gonna say something about the error, aren't you? I was gonna say nothing. I was gonna say, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> you, you seem so exasperated when I brought up the name Bill Russell, sir. Like you had. No, I'm sure. Whatever. I don't care. Put him in there over Lanny Watkins. He doesn't even deserve to be in there. He's a golfer. Hey, 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 
Wait, shut the fuck up, man. That man was the all-time winningest coach before Don Nelson overtook him. Plus, I think he's in the Hall of Fame twice as a coach and a player. I think and he right. coached uh, when I was in during my formal years. He was the coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers when I was growing up as well. So I have an affinity for Lenny Wilkins. Plus, he won the title with um, uh, Seattle as true, a head coach. True story. Very true story. Yeah. That happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he deserves his 70, spot on the list. Chuck Daly is probably the most underrated out of them all, by the way. Was it 79 they won the title? I think it was 79. Yeah, they beat the the Wizards, if I'm not mistaken, or the uh, Bullets, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. I don't know. You can check me on that. Yeah, it, and it was the Bullets, West Unsell, and the Bullets. Um. But, um, yeah, I, I would I would... I would take Tom Donovich over Doc Rivers. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I mean, yeah. yeah, hey man, holler at us at at three underscore man weave if you have some coaches that you think should have been included and were or were excluded from this list as well. Let's get a little uh, fan interaction, right? right. Yeah, Mike Budenholzer. <laughs> Word. What about? Well, uh... Hold on, hold on. You can pronounce Budenholzer. But it's Lanny Watkins. I already, <laughs> apolog- here, I already apologize for that, okay? <laughs> who, who, who would you put on there, man? Or who do you think should come off? I don't know. I didn't. I... You're not I... saying nothing. So you're just going to no, leave me out there. I don't know. I don't, I don't really, really have a, a lot of time. You, you threw this at me right before we decided to record. So I haven't had a chance to really go on there and. I mean, here, I'll give it, let's see, you know what, an easy way to do this would be to look up all-time wins, coaching wins list, so. Uh, it's uh, Don Nelson, and then it's uh, Lenny, Lanny Watkins, I believe. Don Nelson is all-time, though. He overtook Lanny. Okay. And obviously, Popovich got to be on there. Phil Jackson. Popovich is Pat close. Brown. Yeah, Popovich is way closer than you think. So, Popovich is five wins away. From tying Don Nelson, so he'll do that this year. Oh, okay. So okay, so he surpassed Lanny. Uh, I'll give you somebody that that you wouldn't even have thought of, and he never won an NBA championship as a coach. Go on, Jerry Sloan. Oh no, he deserves to be on there. He's on there. Is he on that list? Yes, he's on that list, and he deserves to be there. I didn't see him. Yeah. Was he on the list? Yeah, motherfucker. What I just say. He's literally you. on the goddamn list, man. What How about, many times you gonna ask me right. until you believe it? I know. I forgot the list. You forgot the list. So Different show. My, most, yeah, he's on most wins all time. Don Nelson, Lenny Wilkins. Thank you. Greg Popovich, Jerry Sloan, Pat Riley, George Carl, Bill Jackson, Larry Brown, Rick Adelman. Doc. Really. Yeah, Doc Rivers is in the Thousand Win Club. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's only ten guys in the Thousand Win Club. Okay, so you're saying that's why Doc got in there. So He's how got did a Doc title and a thousand wins? Uh, yeah, Adelman never got a, a championship. He and he only made it to two finals. So right. okay, fair. Uh, yeah. Bill, Bill Fitch, Red Arbach, Dick Mata, Jack Ramsey, Rick Carlisle, Cotton Fitzsimmons, Gene Shu, John McLeod. Red Holzman, Nate McMillan. Wow, Nate McMillan's got 687 wow. career wins, yeah. More than Mike D'Antoni. More than who? D'Antoni. Why do you say it like that? What? Say it again. 
D'Antoni. 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 Mike Fratello, Flip Saunders, Eric Spolster, Chuck Daly. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Again, Chuck Daly, the most underrated coach on that entire list, man. Yeah, I, I, Chuck Daly's a great coach. Uh, back-to-back titles, great teams, first uh, Olympic head three, coach, first three, three dream exec- team head coach. First, yeah, uh, uh, three consecutive NBA finals, yes, head coach of the dream team. Think about it, all the coaches that that encompasses, and they chose Chuck Daly, man. That's got to mean something, right? So there you have it, top 15 NBA coaches all time, and we just gave you a, a large uh, slice of the top echelon of coaching wins all time in the NBA that nobody cared about what do you mean I cared I had a good time we had a good time but do you really care like are you going to retain this information as soon as we stop recording a minimal amount yeah yeah. Doc Rivers doesn't deserve to be on that list no disrespect to Doc I'm sure he's a great guy whatever whatever but no come on man we got to do better NBA like are we really that dearth of coaches that that had to happen. Well, I, I ran. We ran down the list. I mean, it's it, uh, one of one okay. of ten, ten guys with a thousand wins and a title. Yeah, but the Mellon Farmer had been coaching longer than he was playing. Well, I, that usually happens for most guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? Yes, he racked up some wins. Good for him. He been what Orlando, uh, the Clippers, Philly. Now was he in Orlando? Who am I missing? Yeah, he was in Orlando at a time. Who am I? Oh, Boston. And I feel like I'm missing a team. That's four right there. I feel like I'm missing one. Yes, he was in Orlando, man. I think he might have started his career in Orlando, if I'm not mistaken. He coached Orlando. He might have been down there when um when they signed T Mac and Grand Hill, which that didn't work out, but I think he was down there during that era. Yeah, ninety nine to oh three. Boston yeah. and oh four the, the only the three teams. You mean four. Where is he now? Philly. Oh yeah, four. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. Well, I meant Jeez. before. I meant before Philly. Sure, you did. Sure, sure. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna help convince anybody of that right now either. So appreciate you. Well, let, let's ask Landy what he thinks about what you said, right? I. He said go seven iron. He ain't said shit because I think Landy's been. Uh, he got up out of here a few years ago. Landy Watkins. Landy Watkins, yeah. R.I.P. You know, all jokes aside, man, great coach, a uh, great player from from all accounts, a great man, too, man. These are just jokes, man. No disrespect to Lanny. Excuse he's me. Alive. No disrespect to Liddy. He's still been... alive. He's no, 72. Man. He's alive. Lanny Watkins is alive. He's 72. No, what about Lenny Wilkins? Lenny Wilkins? I don't. Yes. I don't think Lenny Wilkins is here anymore, sir. I don't even know who Lanny Watkins is, but shout out to you for still being here. That's an accomplishment. He's 84. He's but alive. Why do you keep killing all Lenny these people? Wilkins? Yeah, Lenny Wilkins is alive. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's 84. Talk amongst yourselves, man. I got to Google this for myself. Here. I, I swear to God, I thought Lenny Wilkins got up out of here. I'm not trying to kill you, Lenny. I promise I'm not. I, why? I just showed it to you. What do you think I had that? You think I, we just started? I'm that good that I get alter Wikipedia? You know how there's a black Twitter there's probably a, a a black Wikipedia too, so I'm gonna check black Wikipedia see All if right. the uh, well, link is still here. While you do that, I'm gonna start <laughs> wrapping up the show. You can follow me at PC Tunny on Twitter and Facebook. Please continue to listen to everything Chair Shot Radio Network. We got you covered, whether it's sports, entertainment, 
or sports entertainment. And make sure you're visiting thechairshot.com, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. And always use your head. Lenny, from the bottom of my heart, man, I, I sincerely apologize for killing you off, brother. I really thought you had got up out of here, and I, I sincerely apologize. Long live Lenny Wilkins and Lenny Watkins, both of them. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> that's all. I apologize. Tony, I owe you an apology because I didn't believe you. It's not your fault. Yeah, you're I just not, didn't. That, yeah, it's something you say. I know you don't believe it. So. No, not at all. Not at all. So anything else, man, you want to say about anything before we get up out of here? No, I already gave my handle and everything. You gave your handle, too? I, at PC Tony, Twitter, Facebook, ProSNTs.com. I did all that stuff already. Okay, cool. So y'all can find me at the Real C Plat. Make sure uh, you see our brother Ray Cash with his newly reupholstered testicles. Balls! At, uh, it's at Ray, balls, apparently. And it's Ray Cash. R-E-Y-C-A-S-H. Yes, and you might want to cash at him because, again, that reupholstered testicle operation with the sandblaster is not cheap. Listen, so you might want yeah, to cash at him. If you're, if you're coming over to visit Ray, bring ice. Bring, bring, <laughs> bring ice and maybe ice cream. Is this like getting your tonsils out? Like uh, you just eat ice cream and popsicles? Never, never a bad time for ice cream. There you go. You heard the man. All right, man, I think we've done enough damage for the day. Enjoy the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the NBA. Enjoy your weekend. Happy Valentine's Day to all the lovers out there. Fellas, take care of your ladies. For the illustrious Reverend Ray Cash, for the Commissioner PC Tunney, I am Mr. Velvet Pipes Christopher Platt. Disregard my phone that just made that noise. I don't know if you can hear it or not. It doesn't matter. Until next time, we'll see you back here. Same Platt time, same Platt channel. Enjoy your weekend, folks. Shalom. The champ is here. I this my shit right here. The champ is here. This shit is crazy. The champ is here. The evil genius. The champ is here. 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 The The Chairshot.com. Always use your head. I can't believe I killed off Liddy Wilkins, man. Motherfucker, you know that's how we're starting the show next week. You should go, like, say a prayer somewhere. I'm out of here. <laughs> Nothing to do with that.